you don't have to be a Gen Z to excel on TikTok. There are so many people, every walk of life, every age group that are absolutely nailing it on this platform. I, I think it's crazy to think how many people are on TikTok and consuming videos at any given point. There's a niche out there for everyone. So all you need to do is find them. Hey there, and welcome to Start Yours, a podcast by Obolo about what it's like to start your own thing. I'm Alicia McCormack, and in this episode, Neil Chohan returns to talk about one of our most popular topics. That is how to grow your following and your influence on TikTok. Neil is the master behind the Obolo TikTok account. He grew the account from zero to over 150,000 followers in under 10 months. Months. He knows his stuff. And as you'll hear in this interview, Neil has experimented a lot with different times of day to post, different formats of posting, looking at length and what TikTok as an algorithm loves to receive when it comes to videos and where they decide to present your videos to new audiences. It's really exciting to hear how things have changed since he was last on the show. And I'm sure there'll be many more changes as things proceed. This is our last episode of the show before a little break. So if you would like to get in touch, you can still do so. Visit obelo.com for more information. Learn all about what we do, drop shipping and e-commerce. And of course, check out our back catalogue of episodes while we're away. There are over 80 episodes of the show full of information about how to start a drop shipping and e-commerce business, time management, money management, product management, really anything you need to know about starting an e-commerce or dropshipping business, you can learn at obelo.com and also by listening to our back catalogue episodes. Okay, I don't want to waste any more time. Let's get to 10 easy growth hacks to master TikTok with the master himself, Neil. Well, Neil Chohan, it's been a while since we spoke and the world has changed. Well, has it? Maybe it's still the same. We're just powering on. TikTok has gotten much bigger. I didn't know if that was possible because it was pretty big last time we spoke. It's insane. Wow. And uh, you've been creating amazing content. You're a marketing TikTok millennial, Gen Z. I'm just going to list things, expert. You're very successful in what you do. And I love chatting with you because you've always got new information. And uh, especially, as I just said, TikTok has evolved as a marketing platform as well as a social media platform. I'm so excited to hear about your growth hacks today and how our listeners can use TikTok to get things moving, no matter what they are selling or promoting. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. First of all, thank you for having me back on. This is always such a blast. Um, <laughs> I got so excited. I just introed you and then I was just straight into it. It's so great to have you back. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And just the fact that, I mean, I'm happy to give whatever I can in the world of TikTok. I think as long as I still understand TikTok, it means that I'm still young, which is kind of the most important <laughs> thing. So I'm happy. Good. Can I piggyback on you to say that I'm still young too, because I Absolutely. understand via you. <laughs> So tell me a little bit about, before we jump into the 10 growth hacks, because I know this is what people will be tuning in for. They want to get the pen and paper ready. That shows my age. Uh, but also to really think about how they're going to market whatever they're selling or whatever they're promoting. But tell me a little bit about how uh, in the last six months, TikTok has evolved and changed um, what you've actually noticed. Yeah, great question. So I think with TikTok itself, it started out as such a wild west type of social mm -hmm. media network where none of us were really sure where it would go if it was a fad if it would even survive or you know if they were going to take it offline 
I think in the past few months, it's pretty clear that TikTok is here to stay. And Mm -hmm. I think we're seeing these huge communities develop themselves, which is something that we never really saw, at least to this depth, a few months ago. So I can't wait to see this thing continuously grow. And it seems like every day more and more incredible businesses and brands are also hopping on here as well. Yeah, and it's it's. I think it's become a lot more of a legitimate platform, and not to say it wasn't yeah. legitimate before, but it was. You know, early on, it was just kids dancing, which is cool. Uh, but also now, I think businesses have really just picked up on it and gone, "Oh my gosh, this is such a huge opportunity to talk to people in a different way." Totally, and I, I think so many businesses as well finally have this really golden opportunity to hop into something while it's still relatively new um, and also not be forced to, you know, hop on screen and dance to a song or something. There's so (laughs) many unique ways of blowing up on TikTok that are never really before seen. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and it's exciting to see that you can jump in and you haven't missed the boat. I think that's one thing we get asked a lot when we're talking about TikTok. People are like, is it too late? Is it, if, have I missed it? Is it over? Should I not be creating an account? And I always say, no, this is the time. And I think you, yeah. you're always, you always sort of reiterate that. I think it's really good that um, we can help people understand how to use it, but also how to really thrive because you started the Obolo TikTok account from nothing. And yeah, back where in, is it up to now? So yeah, we've just cleared, I think, 120,000 followers. Wow. That's crazy. Congratulations. It's, thank you. It's insane <laughs> to think about. Um, and really, to your point of people worrying, you know, are we too late? Frankly, I would say if you're hopping onto TikTok now, you're early. And I think yeah, that's a right. really cool thing that you can't really say about most other social media networks. Yep. Yep, totally. And and that's exciting. I think if people are listening and they're just sort of on the edge of maybe thinking, oh, is this something I should put my time into? I know these 10 tips today will definitely make them make the decision that they should be creating an account right now and start thinking about the content Absolutely. they should be producing. All right, let's jump in because I know we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, what is the first point? What is your number one or at least Perfect. the first thing that we should think a little bit about when when using TikTok? Yeah, so I tried to put together this list in no particular order, but Mm -hmm. I do think the first one is especially important. Be authentic. Um, I I think with so many other social networks, you see brands trying to put their best foot forward and appear shiny and huge and professional as much as they can. Frankly, that doesn't really work on TikTok. I, I think the coolest thing about the platform is it feels like a group of individuals coming together for a collective interest. So showing your brand in a really honest and open way, I think is maybe the most important thing when you do create that account and start posting videos. What are some of the things, I mean, we've talked about this before, and I think it's really good to just reiterate authenticity. Yeah. What are some of the things as an individual, if you are selling, you know, if you're an e-com person and you are selling a product, like what are some of the things that we can do to be authentic? Because it's very hard, I suppose, for people who aren't used to speaking to the camera or um, having someone not there, you're talking to someone, but they're not there. What are some of the things that you do to be relaxed? Because you've got a very natural sort of on-screen persona and it feels like, I watch, and even though we know each other via our work, I feel like I'm watching a friend and it's really great to have that um, warmth that you present. What are some of the things you can recommend that we can do to, to get that vibe? Yeah, well, I mean, A, thank you. That's very kind. But B, oh. <laughs> um, I am not used to being on the camera. I have always yeah, right. 
being someone behind the lens. Um, so mm-hmm. getting up on TikTok and actually shooting me talking to an audience was something that took a really long time to get accustomed to. There's still times where I'm still not used to it. So I'd say one of the biggest things is putting a face to the brand. Um, You can certainly have success showing your products, your services, and kind of what you've done in that sense. But if you're able and if you're comfortable with showing who you are as a person, I think a lot of people can hopefully really relate to that as maybe some of them are aspiring business owners or looking for the next cool thing to purchase as well. Yeah, I yeah, I agree with you, Neil, because I think if you, you know, I relate to people who um, aren't necessarily as, <laughs> as not as they're organized, but you know, when people, you watch people online, I know we're going to talk about live in a minute as well, but when you watch people and, uh, you know, I always go back to Bethany Frankel, she's from a Real Housewives of, of, of New York, she's got an amazing brand called Skinny Girl, she started with cocktails and then has now dominated every sort of thing you could ever think of. She's put that brand on it. But what I loved about her on the show and then now running her business and all her social media is that she does these makeup-free posts where she, you know, doesn't look as glamorous as you'd see her on TV. She swears a lot, which suits her brand. She's really big, loud mouth, and she's quite sassy. But I relate, and I'm like, oh, I want to be your friend. I want to know what you do, and yeah, I'll buy some of your stuff. I yeah. think it's very clever. So I suppose you have to match that to your brand, and you can't be like cursing if you're selling something that's probably a bit more, you know, pure or for kids stuff or whatever. But for sure, it, it matches, doesn't it? It's good. It does. I, I think so many people are a representation of the brand they end up creating. And if mm-hmm. you're able to use yourself to kind of further personify that, I think that's such a win-win for really anyone. Yeah, totally. Okay. So we've got authenticity. That's a really good one to think about. And also I suppose it's a matter of just watching a bunch of stuff and then also thinking about who you are as a person. You don't have to go too deep. Maybe you do. Maybe it's an existential crisis thing. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but Think about what you want to represent and what you're selling or what you are trying to get across. What is number two? Number two, yeah, number two (laughs) is going live, um, Mm. which I'm fully aware may sound super daunting when you initially hear that because it was for me. But we've kind of established that TikTok is built around community. And I'm a firm believer that there is no better way to build a community than to go live. It's such an amazing way to immediately interact with so many of the people that are following your brand and also meet a bunch of new people as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I think if you were to download the app and just start flipping through some of the live videos, you'll get a sense for how human it is. It's not professional with DSLR cameras and fancy lighting. It's just a person talking to an interested audience. And I think that's really, really special. Yeah, that's, I agree. And I think, you know, if you jump on, um, especially watching the random stuff, I've watched some really weird <laughs> random stuff, but also, oh, I found some great people to follow with that, that with the live. And it's been exciting to explore and sometimes weird. Um, great. Live is good. Live is very good. And also if you just do it and get it out there, eventually it gets easier and easier, doesn't it? A hundred percent. And I think the cool thing right now is TikTok is so invested in live. They are pretty much giving people free real estate if they go live to be introduced to so many more people. So it's an awesome way to get exposure to an audience that may have never known you exist yet. Yeah, that's very exciting, especially for brands to be able to get out there. And as you said, it's it is free real estate. You're not paying crazy amounts of money as you might be on other platforms to actually reach those sort of numbers. It's, totally. it's incredibly exciting if you can hit the right mark. 
Number three is keeping it simple. And this excites me as well because I think sometimes we overthink things when it comes to uh, putting yourself out there. I like this point. Tell me more. Yeah, I, I think TikTok itself is one of the most interesting platforms in that you go to the For You page, which is that homepage, you can scroll literally forever. And most of these videos do range between 15 and 60 seconds, but TikTok's algorithm, at least right now, seems to really prefer videos that are short and sweet, something that people maybe watch multiple times, share to their friends. So keeping your videos closer to that 15 second range, conveying a single thought or emotion is a really cool way to A, get that replayability factor, but Also, just get more videos out there. I think if you have longer stories to tell, you can definitely do that or hop on a live and answer that as well. But Mm -hmm. keeping videos simple and easy and enjoyable is a great way to keep that content going. And do you think when you're looking at a 15-second video, because I think, well, 15 seconds can feel like a long time if you haven't got anything to say, but also it can go really quickly if you've got a lot of information. Yeah. (laughs) How do you, um, you, if you were doing a 15-second video, which you've done many of, how many edits would you put in it? Would it be one thing or would would you edit it at all or is is it about just saying your piece and moving on? You know, I I think a lot of the time people tend to overthink the videos that they want to create. And that kind of harkens back to the initial point, but just being able to come up with a succinct thought or something you want to convey and putting that out there, I think that's the most important thing. Uh, One little quick tip I can actually give you is if you have a longer video idea, consider breaking it out into multiple 15 second parts as opposed to one giant Thing. So in our case, we had a bunch of really cool websites we wanted to share for entrepreneurs. Rather than make it a 60-second video, we just made 10 six-second little things, and we got <laughs> way more viewership as well. Yeah. Lovely. And it also makes production easier, I suppose, if you haven't, um, you know, if yeah, if you record in one bunch and then split it up, it's way less thinking time of editing and doing all that stuff. Totally. Uh, Uh, and you're very good at that. And I know we're going to get to that a little bit later. I would love to just talk. I know we mentioned last time about how you did all of the editing within the TikTok app, which blew my mind because I was like, (laughs) surely you're using lots of different things. Uh, So that's exciting as well. Uh, Number four. Yes. Connecting in the comments. This is maybe my, one of my favorite tips that I have on this list and maybe one of the most important. I think from the get-go, we established TikTok as a community-focused social media channel. And Mm -hmm. being able to hop into your comments and, if possible, respond to literally everyone is such a powerful thing, especially for brands starting out. There are Mm. so many times that I found where somebody leaves a comment for whatever video I post, I message them back, I like their comment, and pretty much immediately after, they get a notification that I responded, and they end up following me. It's such an easy way to boost that initial following and interact with the people that are making your channel as successful as it can be. And it makes you feel nice. Like I know if, if I'm, especially on Instagram, I've done it on TikTok as well. When uh, TikTok, 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 TikTok. <laughs> thanks, Nana. TikTok, I got excited then. When you do get the response and or someone likes it or it, it gives you the warm and fuzzies. It you does. feel noticed. <laughs> it feels like another person recognizing your the time you spent to put that comment out there. And I think that's such a special thing. You don't tend to get that on many other social media platforms. 
No, I've noticed with Facebook now as well, it, if someone, I mean, if you respond, you know, it gets buried in your notifications. It it's not something that pops up. It, 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 three days later, you're like, oh, that's exciting. Someone <laughs> wrote back. Oh, God, forget it. The thread's dead. Who cares? So it is nice to have that immediacy and also um, does make me want to follow them or, or come back and spend more time on their page or, you know, really on their profile as well. Totally. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's just attention, isn't it? And customer service as well. I noticed um, with people asking questions, I was w- watching a lady do a, an unboxing the other day, which I'm always addicted to. I don't know what it is about people unpacking boxes of stuff. It's something that I just become completely fixated with. But it was great because she was uh, like doing a live, but she was writing. She must have had someone else sitting writing back because she was talking, but it was really nice to see people um, answering questions about the product that she was unboxing. Yeah, And also it just made me focus a lot more and it captured my attention. I, d- I didn't leave the live, which normally I'd be like, oh, I'm done. So totally. yeah, it's great. Okay. We're talking about trends. And as I said, we spoke probably five or six months ago, which was yeah. like 50 years in this time. Uh, trends come and go, but also uh, it's really interesting to see how the platform has evolved. Tell me a little bit more about how we can master the trends of TikTok and stay on board and not get stuck six months ago. Absolutely. And I also think trends are an amazing way. If you've created an account, you've made a couple of videos and you're not sure what to post, Mm-hmm. This is your answer. TikTok is pretty much entirely algorithm based. So right. anything that they're trying to do to get you more views tends to loop in with that algorithm. So if you head to that discover page and you take a look at some of the popular trends that are going on, making a video that suits your own brand that matches one of these trends is such an easy way to blast that viewership up there. And it's something that is continuously changing. You'll have dozens of trends every single week. So if you can find a few that you relate to, it's pretty much a guaranteed stream of content. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, when you're looking at the main page, this is something I'm always, when you sort of first log in, how, how do you get to that? How do you get to that front page? Yeah. So tell me about that. Totally. So right when you open up the app, you're going to see five things on the bottom. You're going to see the homepage, the discover page, the post, your inbox, and your own profile. They keep it super easy. The app is relatively bare bones. So there's no confusing settings or anything like that that you might find on Facebook or something like that. You can just head straight to the discover page, click one of the trends you like, and hit record. It's easy as that. Great. So easy. And also just such a great way to get attention really quickly. Absolutely. <laughs> we all love immediate attention. Who would deny that? Uh, <laughs> tell me a little bit more. This interests me as well, accessibility and legibility, because I think a lot of the a lot of the other platforms have been a bit slow to the party with this, but actually this is a huge way to reach a lot more people. Uh, break this down for me. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. it's really interesting that so many of these other platforms, whether they're predominantly photo or text oriented, TikTok is a little special. Maybe it's just because it's populated mostly with Gen Z or millennials, but Mm -hmm. everything here seems to be trending towards accessibility for everyone. Mm -hmm. So what you'll often notice is most of the videos now popping up, at least on my For You page, are subtitled, which is a super Mm -hmm. easy thing to do right within the TikTok app itself. You don't need any fancy editing softwares or anything like that. And it's just such an easy way to guarantee that anyone who might be interested in your brand can consume the content as it was intended to be consumed. 
Uh, mm -hmm. It's also super helpful if you're at work or in class and scrolling through TikToks, you can kind of get the gist of it without having to turn that sound on. So it's a really interesting thing to do. And it's so, so easy just adding a couple subtitles right into the video itself. Uh, one thing I do want to mention, actually, is mm. TikTok has quite a clunky UI sometimes. They have a couple bars on the side, on the top. And if you do end up making those subtitles, add them closer to the middle. It should be an easy way to make sure it doesn't get cropped on any thinner devices or get cropped by TikTok's UI itself. Well, that's a good point. And also, do you, would you, one thing I've noticed people are exporting TikTok and then putting it on Instagram stories or Instagram TV. Mm -hmm. uh, aspect ratio, everything's the same for them, isn't it? It is. One thing I've noticed is I use a wider iPhone, one of the new ones. And uh -huh. on my mom's phone, she's got one of the older ones. If I put the captions too far to one of the sides, it tends to get cut off. So right. just being mindful that the edges are a little bit hit or miss on TikTok is uh, something definitely important, especially when you're exporting to other apps. Yeah, that's good because I think repurposing content is fantastic, but also totally. you, you want to do it in the way that doesn't look like you're repurposing content and not even taking any notice with it. No kidding. <laughs> Because you do see things and you're like, ah, eh, this is just feels like someone's just copied something and not taken any notice of, you know, different dimensions and making Absolutely. things look pretty. Because you want to make it, even though, and also I, it's, it's interesting because there are definitely people I follow on Instagram that don't have TikTok or vice versa, or mm -hmm. I follow on both. And it's interesting to see how they repurpose content. Some people don't do it at all, which is fine. I'm like, you've got a lot of time on your hands to create two bunch or three sometimes yeah. uh, different series of content but also gosh it's a lot of work it is and i think tiktok has made it so so easy to export your video and throw it onto any other social media network you want and they also add a tiny little watermark in the corner so it tells people hey if you want to see more you can go mm. straight to their tiktok it's a little bit of hidden advertising for you as well yeah, that's clever. And it is, it's great to see that they're doing that, but also then if it's driving people back to the platform, very, very clever. Totally. Um, tell me a little bit about some of the, we just mentioned before about the features that TikTok offer. They've been very fast moving in they have. giving us so many lovely things to play with. Sometimes I log on and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a whole new bunch of things. <laughs> and then I spend a lot of time playing with them and then not publishing because I get nervous. But tell me a bit about what where they're at at the moment and um, what sexy fun things are coming because I know that they're always moving fast. Yeah, I, I think it's such a privilege to be part of an app that is so fast growing growing, it is so far from the kind of plateauing stage. Um, mm -hmm. Every time you open the app, every week or two, it seems there are, like you said, new things to explore. And while we don't know much about TikTok's algorithm, we do know that mm -hmm. they do like when you use their features. So constantly yeah. take a look at the effects, the editing tools, they've made it so, so easy to kind of digest. Uh, it should be super easy. And there's also a beta program, which I do want to mention. Oh. Uh, if you search up TikTok's beta program, you can learn how to enroll right there. And any secret new hidden features that aren't quite public yet, you have a chance to demo. And it's it's always amazing seeing what those guys are cooking up. So do you, the beta program basically is giving you options to whenever they're releasing or trialing something new, it gives you a chance to try it out. Exactly. Um, yeah. I've had the ability to use in-video linking, which is such a oh. cool way to direct people. So many different features that are always coming and going. So if you do have the ability to hop onto that beta program, definitely check it out. 
Oh, that's great. That's a really good tip. And 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 as you said, the fact that they reward you for using their stuff, it, it's clever because it keeps you within the app. But also, it it, it, it's <laughs> the things that they're producing really seem to be going very well and also they're branching out they're not just copying each other which I do find you know Instagram and Snapchat of course that was you know an age-old beef and (sighs) eventually now Instagram I think has has sort of won that war and for some demographics but it's really you know they used to just release a filter and the next day the other one would release a filter whereas I think TikTok are just going out on their own I find that much more interesting as a I think so they're doing things that no other platform is doing yet and maybe one day the other people will catch up but right now um (laughs) you're on the cutting edge if you're on TikTok yeah so interesting. Why aren't they ripping more of this stuff? I just I watch it every day and think, yeah, but Facebook and Instagram, I know they're one company and they just went hard on the Snapchat stuff. Yeah. And then now they're just like, hey, TikTok's over here doing all this stuff and they don't seem to be taking any notice. Anyway. It's interesting. Who knows? My... Let's talk in six months, see what happens with that. Exactly. <laughs> one question I know that was asked a lot of you and uh, a lot of any sort of marketing and content creators is how often should we be creating content? How often should we post? How often should we be on the platform live? These are three different questions, but I think they all follow the same sort of theme. When should we do it? And what is consistency when it comes to marketing a brand or a product? Excellent questions. And frankly, that's something I've been asked almost every day when I was deep into Oberlo. It is such a mystery on what the perfect amount is. And while I can't give you an exact number, one thing I want to mention is it's not so much the amount you post, it's the consistency in which you post it. Right. So I've experimented on Oberlo's TikTok from posting a couple times a week to three, four times a day. And I was just, yeah, that was rough. Um, And I was just trying to figure out the perfect amount that I would see the most results for. For me in my niche, it was maybe one post every day taking weekends off. That seemed like the happiest medium. But what I noticed was some of my colleagues and other creators, as long as they stick to their routine, whether that's three times a week, two times a week, whatever it may be, TikTok keeps their account on that For You page because the last thing we want to see are huge gaps in content. And I think if you make the time to post at least once or twice a week for a 15-second video, that is an excellent place to start. Yeah, and it's the same with podcasting. I mean, we put out this show every Monday. It is you know, consistent. We know that even if we're doing series breaks, when we come back, we Monday is our day. And I know with some of the regular content that I watch and consume, I'm excited when it appears in on my screen or if it's uploaded or I get a notification. Yeah. And if it doesn't arrive, sometimes I'm like, what is going on? Where's my podcast? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> totally. And but this I, is I think, what I do on Mondays. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people bake it into their routine. Uh, one yeah. amazing feature actually, which is brand, brand new, is TikTok has officially started rolling out the ability to create drafts and post them at scheduled times on your computer. Life changer. So you can have all those drafts you have saved, but now you have the ability to say, hey, Tuesday at noon, maybe you're taking the day off, maybe it's a holiday, maybe you're sleeping in super late. You can have that video (laughs) go out and you don't have to be stuck on the app itself, which is a really cool feature. 
That's excellent because I know that that was something people were asking for over and over again yeah. and it was very difficult if you were trying to be, as you said, have a life, go and do something else, but you've got great content and you can't post it. That's such a good That's such a good announcement and I'm sure it would bring a lot of relief to people who are creating fabulous content but also going, good Lord. And Absolutely. also posting in different time zones. As you said, it's just if you're marketing to people, you know, I'm in Australia, you're in Canada, we're talking right now, but our time zone you know, follower zone is quite different for yeah. when we're posting things. So it's that's very handy. Absolutely. And I think we're going to get to that um, a little later. We're going to talk about the metrics and whatnot, but it's mm-hmm. this is a huge game changer. And also it shows that TikTok really seems to care about what the creators are looking for, which I yeah. am always a huge fan of. Yeah, they do seem to listen. I, I will yeah. say that they, they're not... They take on board what people are saying and reading the forums and also just seeing how quickly they're moving with making this stuff. It's admirable in a lot of ways and, totally. uh, you know, good for them. It's running a good business. Okay, so how we're supporting each other right now by talking about this and supporting our Start Yours listeners, but how can we get um, into the TikTok community and making sure we learn all this stuff because if they can't you know we only talk every couple of months neil we can only provide this information to people but how do we how do we support other content creators and also then get this info absolutely at two words creator groups it Mm. is really interesting when you're starting that tiktok for your brand or your business or your service or whatever you have it can feel really lonely at the start trying to figure out all of this stuff by yourself. I'm thinking of a lot of, you know, some of the people in my family who have started businesses, they wouldn't know where to begin if it was just them. So Mm -hmm. looking for these creator groups, there are so, so many on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you can find them, they're everywhere. And it's just places people convene to talk, building their brand and growing. I'm part of a few that are built around millennials that are built around Canadians. And it's really interesting seeing what other people have to say, their cool ideas. And also it makes you feel like you're part of a community, which is kind of the whole point of TikTok to begin with. Hell yeah. It's lovely. And it also just, as we've sort of said earlier, you see people talk about, um, you know, I was reading a post in one of the communities the other day about the fear of going live. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Because then I I clicked on their profile. I was like, man, you are so good at this. What are you talking about? But it also made me feel good listening to someone who's clearly really confident and creates great content, but also they're nervous too. I think it's good to be nervous. It means you care by the it way. Does. that's I, I did years of comedy and it was always like if I wasn't nervous before a gig, that wasn't a good news. That just meant I be- had become a bit too comfortable and then I had to up my game a little bit more. Totally. So being nervous, I don't know, I think it works. You mentioned metrics and I, I think did. a lot of people get freaked out about metrics. I'm not necessarily a lover of numbers, but it's something that I think when you've got access to data, gee, it can help. Talk me through a little bit about what we can see in the TikTok platform and also how we can use these metrics to excel our business and and get ourselves out there further. Absolutely. So when I started out, I was kind of like you. I was not sure any of these numbers. I was kind of apprehensive to dive into this, but TikTok makes it so, so easy. They give Mm -hmm. you a few main metrics. And the couple that I want to touch on, A, you have a gender split, which is a really interesting Mm. thing as well, and this is maybe one of the most important ones, it shows you the top territories people are consuming your content in. So what this has meant for me is 
if most of my content and my followers are from North America, whenever I post, I want to make sure it's when the average North American is viewing my content. If mm -hmm. most of my content is in England or Australia, maybe I want to draft out the posts a little differently to hit on a peak time for them. And TikTok also shows you at what time most of your followers are consuming content. This is the easiest possible way. And it's essentially a golden nugget they give you to say, hey, if you're going to post today, post at this time. And it is a total lifesaver. And do you think then if you are, I mean, this maybe this is a bit of a, um, out there question because we haven't got really probably got an answer but do you think if you are then following these metrics and you are doing what TikTok sort of advises they're going to give you more airtime or get you out there further yeah I mean nobody really knows how this algorithm works but I like to think from the almost a year of posting TikToks now at this point uh very mm. much so I think any little steps we can do to show TikTok and show the app that hey these are all the features you're providing to us, and this is us using them to the best of our ability. It can only help. Yeah, I think it's really great. And also, as you said, if people are using the uh, editing, if they're using all of the extra little additions that they they provide us and then they're seeing results and you're getting more, uh, air, I say airtime, but you're getting more sort of front page action and yeah. and also hits and people are being served your content that can only, you know, help your business or help your profile build. So yeah, use what is offered to you. It's fantastic. Absolutely. I, I think TikTok is such an ever-changing brand new platform that it only makes sense to make as much use as you can of these really cool features that they're providing to you because chances are if other people are using them, your community mm. is going to get used to seeing stuff like that. And it is mm. always a great option, as we've talked about, to hop on those trends whenever possible. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, Neil, you're so good at just breaking down this stuff. I'm, I learn and then I feel encouraged and then uh, I'm going to go and take a little bit more of a leap when it comes to using some of the extra special additions that TikTok offer me and then I'm always like, oh, I don't, am I too old to be using filters? I don't know what I should be doing here. So maybe I should jump in and, and uh, take more risks when it comes to TikTok. Absolutely. And one thing I do want to mention is that you don't have to be a Gen Z to excel on TikTok. There are yeah. so many people, every walk of life, every age group that are absolutely nailing it on this platform. I, I think it's crazy to think how many people are on TikTok and consuming videos at any given point. There's a niche out there for everyone. So all you yeah. need to do is find them. Yeah, I love trashy TV. I love reality TV. It's my like numb place when I go if I'm stressed. And there are so many good people on TikTok who sort of live, well, I live broadcast, I suppose, but live comment on shows that I don't watch in my time zone, but then we'll go back and watch their comments. And I love it. So it's quite Amazing. niche, but you can find any niche on any sort of social media. But TikTok's really um, very funny. Some of the stuff that I follow and just, it really makes me giggle. My partner's always like, what are you laughing at? I'm just I'm like laughing at someone talking about love after lock, lock up. It's amazing. It's pure trash, but gee, it feels good. Um, Neil, thank you so much for your time. And it's always great to have you on the show. Do you have anything to plug and promote? I have one thing to promote, which is Please. go create a TikTok right now. That is my call <laughs> to action. If there's anything you take away from this, it is this is such a brand new kind of thing to dive into. And hopefully this podcast has inspired you even a little bit to hop on there, download the app, create an account and 
see what's out there. And if it yeah. does help, I have heard through the grapevine that your first video TikTok gives a little extra love to on the For You page. Ooh. So you might see a little uh, extra sprinkling of views on that one. Fantastic. See, that if that doesn't encourage you to take the leap and then also use that first video to really push whatever you're pushing, then I don't know what is going to happen. Good for you. Get out there right now and then, you know, tag us in it so we can see it. Absolutely. Thank you, Neil. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you again soon. You will.